I do believe we are live. I do believe I've pressed the record button. I do believe we are all here. Therefore, the fun will we now are commence. Today. <laughs> I mean, well, you are on the same continent as a Tarask, so it's a non-zero probability. Also, if you're on a different continent from the Tarask, it's a non-zero probability. But in any case... Mm, Craig hasn't... Craig broke earlier while we were recording the podcast. Oh, no. So I don't know if Craig's working very much today. It's okay. Craig can take a break and and not... Just be there and not be creepy. No, uh, Because I'm recording locally. Uh, The main reason for using Craig would be if my local recording wasn't working for whatever reason or I forgot to press the button. But it's working. and And if that doesn't work, I can always download from the stream. Because that is also working, I think. In theory. Should be. Okay. So, with that said... What the... All of the dice. dice. Well, if you remember, our last session... Yeah, that's what (laughs) happened right at the end of last session. I said, okay, and the new big bad cast Fireball on you. And I had Chris roll damage at the beginning of this session. So, um, only I think there were some D20s in there, and I think a few D12s. There's D-everything in there. Um, Yeah, so he's going to add it all up and let the DM sort it out. Yep. Actually, Argonia, because in this campaign happens to be the the goddess of chance. So that works. <laughs> you are welcome. Thank you for providing this valuable service. I should probably introduce the now podcast. recording. Ah! Hey, there's Craig. Better so creepy. Better never than late. I mean, wait. Uh Hello and welcome to Critical Recovery. <laughs> This is a, a homebrew 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in a persistent campaign world that is shared with a few other bands of delightful individuals. This particular band of delightful individuals includes Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Cindy. Uh, we do have Archbeth hanging out in chat. Craig, as you may have heard, has just recently joined us. I imagine LFA will be hanging out in a different chat sooner rather than later. And, uh... What happened last week? We found an egg that we decided not to turn into an omelet, though Talia is still very interested in the egg. Then we followed bird tracks and ran into another group of uh, adventurers who used to worship Tiamat, but they kind of forgot that Tiamat is a thing because Daldane. And now, we that's... were staying by their fire and one member of the party went off to look for monsters, didn't find anything, but Gorga heard something. Monsters found them. Monsters found them, yes. Morley now, has dark vision, so he was standing a bit outside the fire looking for the monsters that the other group talked about. Failed, has dark apparently. vision, but also rolled very low on perception. Yes. <laughs> yes. You were seeing in the wrong spots of dark. Right. And yes. it, it is very bold of you to assume that these clerics you have met are all Tiamat followers. They could just be followers of a different god that everyone forgot about five years ago, all of a sudden. Who happens to be a multi-headed dragon. <laughs> I mean, they didn't show you any iconography of their of their god. Talia is glad they don't remember who Tiamat is. I love this game so I much. lost my pens, though. Where's my pens? And Gorga pen. just wishes the rest of the party would have let her stick to the tell that the, to the story that we're tracking a gnome, not a bird, because... <laughs> Morley couldn't help it. How are you okay with you saying that? <laughs> Morley was just confused, like, wait a minute, where's... What gnome? I don't know. <laughs> you know? 
Talia so, was completely okay with this. She encouraged this. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that you're all going to have a different answer for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your initiative? I have a question and it's for Zoda. <laughs> I know what the question is. I got a 21. <laughs> you just want the initiative or just... yeah? I, mean, I want the I initiative mean, roll. Initiative roll. Okay. And oh, I am told the answer no. is yes. I have a four, and that's with the plus three. Whoa! Oh, wow. There goes your natural 20 wasted. <laughs> it's not a waste. I might actually get to hit something this combat. True. <laughs> Nothing reveals itself take. until initiative 10. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I can hold my action. I have no spell slots. Don't fire until you see the the head that opens up like a flower. Uh, this I'm isn't Stranger for... Things. We're not fighting the Gorgon. Demogorgon, which... Let's not fight that! It annoys me only because if it was really the Demogorgon, it would have to have two heads. And it didn't. It had one head. It's not the same. Um, It's not the same! In any case, what is Zuda's initiative roll again? I'm looking for it. Zuda did not roll. That would be why I don't see it. it Arshbeth has said it's half the number of snakes. Okay, well... Cleric is not going last, but Cleric is going close to last, so that works. Okay, uh, we are starting the first round at 21 because uh, Gorga, Gorga does well at cards and got Blackjack. And for some reason, you didn't <laughs> want her to play cards. You let Morley play cards and oh, screwed everything up. Yeah. yeah, but Gorga's there at 21. You have heard clicking sounds coming from a space between the rest of the party and Morley. What do you do? Okay, well, since I haven't seen anything yet, I'm going to go ahead and draw my sword, try to take a a stance that's ready to attack from the general direction where the clicking noise is coming from. But otherwise, I'm just going to hold my attack, hold my action and ready an attack for when this thing reveals itself. Do you have dark vision? I don't think Janasi have dark vision. I do not have dark vision. Okay. So, So, yeah, I can't see this thing, whatever it is. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's probably My sword's out and I'm ready to attack. Okay, Ryan. I believe I said at the end of last session that I was making haste for where Morley was, and I am going to do that. By the way, I do have dark vision 60 feet. Wonderful. Um, so because you're rushing forward, I will allow you to make a perception check at, at advantage with your dark vision. Okay. Wait, um, oh, good thing it's at advantage. Um, I forgot to roll with advantage. 16. Okay, so you see a thing sneaking up on Morley, who is oblivious to the clicking sound. And it looks surprisingly like that. Because apparently... weapon. We really are playing Stranger Things, aren't we? Because apparently they added the stats for the Demogorgon into D&D Beyond. Morley, look out! I there's a fifteen hit with spiritual a, on the a thing. fifteen hits. Alright. this time the spiritual weapon looks like Ryan's sword. They have decided this maybe is a better thing than trying to shield bash things. But there's an image uh, of a sword on the shield and also another shield. And if you look yeah, closely at the confusing. image if you look closely at the image of the shield on the shield on that shield, there is an image of a sword in a shield. And if you look at that image... Oh, no. I will cut you. It's the infinity shield. Fractal. 
There's um, a chance to is, stun low, low intelligence individuals just by having to stare is, at it. That um, is nine force damage, and that was a bonus action. Can I close? Easily. All right, I'm going to take a swing at it with my physical sword. And that's going to hit because that's a 16. Yep. No, this time it casts shield. And that will be six slashing. Okay. At some point, I'm going to say that a being casts shield, and none of you will believe me because I've been lying every time so far, <laughs> but they will have actually cast shield, and it will actually work. I'm just going to boy who cried wolf you. I mean, it, we did run into that cobalt skeleton that legitimately cast shield, even though it didn't work at the time. Correct. Um, also, it'll be the Tarrasque that casts shield. You'll find out the Tarrasque is, in fact, a level 20 uh, caster class. Is it smart enough for that? No. No, well, The Tarrasque is literally no. just the DM giving you the finger anyway, so why not? Yeah. No, no, the, the Tarrasque is the devs deciding, well... What if the DM really wants to end a campaign? <laughs> and a deck of many things is too obvious. Yeah, how many times have the Tarrasque been brought up in these campaigns and actually been there? Um, so far, literally once. On the very last episode. Actually, no, no, twice. Were we next twice. to the Tarrasque at one point? The, well, yeah, the first time... The, um, the kobold party accidentally woke up the Tarrasque. Yeah, yes. thanks, Aldane. Which wasn't <laughs> going to happen, but somebody decided, I'm going to teleport randomly. <laughs> I'm just remembering that moment. That was such a wonderful moment. I, I was saying before we started recording, my favorite moments are when the party takes a 90-degree turn to the left from everything I thought was going to happen and affects future campaigns through their choices. Like, say, the moon going away or waking up the Tarrasque. I mean, oh. the cobalt party that is responsible for the moon going away also got the moon back. Also true. But the party that woke up the Tarrasque just kind of left it there and said, eh, it'll get better. Get better. Uh, with all of that said, that was a very fun conversation, but let's talk about what Thava's doing. Because it's Thava's turn. Thava um, attempts to use an Eldritch Blast, and that is a seven. So that seven just flies off into the darkness and doesn't do anything. Oh, well... That's better than the seven flying off into the darkness and doing something. Okay. She shoots, then she misses, then she shoots again, she misses again, then she shoots again, she misses again, and she gets tired and has a popsicle. And there's one person in this party who I think gets the reference. Um, so It's fun always fact, a good time for Otter Pops. <laughs> um, fun fact, uh, Vex does incredibly good on his perception check, or incredibly well. And he flies off into the darkness. And apparently there's another one of these things near the rest of the party that was kind of creeping up and not making clicking sounds. Uh, Vex attempts to attack it, does not do so well. So Vex has pointed out where it is, but not actually injured it in any way, shape, or form. And now it's time for the clerics. And I'm going to be, um, I will be honest and pull aside the curtain for a little bit to show you the workings that are behind it. The cult, not the cultists, the... I suppose cultist because dragon cult thing from Rise of Tiamat and all that, yeah. but never mind. Um, the clerics are fighting another one of these things in their own battle, which means I don't have to roll for all of them, and this combat's going to go faster. Yay! Yes. However, someone who is going to have to make some rolls is Talia. There are two targets that you have access to. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> the one that Vex just found, uh, I'm going to Hexblade's curse on it. Bonus action. It makes a sad clicking noise. <laughs> it's going to make a sadder noise. Uh, it'll just blast. Uh, 14? A 14 just misses. Just misses. Okay, 15's the target. Good to know. Well, I already said a 15 hits, so... Uh, no, because that's my bonus action and my attack. Uh, I'm going to back up a little and just wait. Okay. It is now Demogorgon A's turn. Demogorgon A was trying to sneak up on Morley, but someone had to spoil its fun. (laughs) (sighs) This is why you have nice things. (laughs) Um, It gets to make three attacks, so it is going to... First attack is going to be against Ryan, because Ryan is all up in its business. Uh, Excellent. That that is going to be a claw attack, which is a 16. Nope. Uh, Second attack should not be a d12. Uh, That is (laughs) also a 16. We, the players, are okay with you rolling a d12 for all monster attack rolls? Yes, we are completely okay with this. Okay, how about all damage attack rolls? No. Um, so it misses Bad twice game. with its claws, but it gets a 21 to bite. I do not cast shield because I might need to use my reaction for my what's-it. So that hits. I appreciate that I know what the what's-it is, since I created that magical item. Oh, um, yes, yeah, sorry. Um... <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so you are going to take, if I read this correctly, seven points of piercing damage. All right. It has also slightly messed up your hair. Ah, uh, dang it. I'll have to put it back in the bun. Yeah, there's a, there's a few flyaways now. Um, Demogorgon B, who is currently being vexed by Vex, and hexed by Talia, which doesn't have the same rhyming, but that makes me upset. Uh, well, that thing is going to start off by making a claw attack against Vex. Uh, that is a 10 to hit, and Vex has an AC of 13, so... Claw attack does nothing. Um, but the Demogorgon doesn't care too much about Vex because Vex is really just acting like a gnat right now. So the Demogorgon is going to rush forward, invoking an attack of opportunity from Vex. Vex is like, haha, you have turned your back on me. Now I get a chance to strike. And that's a two on the die. That's also going to do nothing. Vex is trying. He tried so hard and got so far. Um, Did he, though? If it's coming closer to the campfire, I have my option ready to attack whoever comes. Whatever monster comes near. Okay, sure. It's going to go after you with a second claw attack. That is going to be an 18 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, that's going to do 12 points of slashing damage. Noted, and I'm going to roll my attack now. Will a 14 hit it? A 14 will not. It has an AC of 15. Well, I rolled a 7 on the die, so it's Luck's fault. And now it gets to use an ability. Um, Fun fact that they added to the stats for this... Uh, Demogorgons have an ability called Blood Frenzy. Doesn't that sound lovely? I like the sound of that. Um, Demogorgon has advantage on melee attack rolls against any creature that doesn't have all of its hit points. Gorga, do you currently have all of your hit points? No. I hate to say this, but um, that uh, means it should have had advantage against me. I went into this injured slightly. Okay. Well, it is my house rule that if a turn has ended and we're moving on, it's usually yes. too much of an effort to, to retcon. So we're yes. not going to worry about that. 
Um, that is a 22 to hit Gorga, which I know hits. So that is going to be an additional 7 points of bite damage. Your hair is also now slightly must, but also there is mucus. I am at slightly less than half my hit points. And also the mucus, which, by the way, is also uh, affecting um, Ryan, but Ryan probably doesn't notice as much. Yeah, Gorga's not having a good time, but she'd still prefer this over riding a boat. I mean, that that is looking on the bright side of life. You should always look on the bright side of life. And then a bunch of people start whistling. Uh, Zuda. Um, where is everybody in relation to... Morley uh, and Natalia. I have been able to keep track of... Okay, so um, Morley and Ryan are off in the darkness, but not attacking the darkness. Neither of them knows magic missiles, so they can't. Um, everyone else is kind of grouped around the campfire with you. Okay. And there is one Demogorgon for each group. Gorgor would appreciate some help, but don't let that affect your decision. Okay. And, and don't let the, the notion that Gorgor will file away information for later affect your decision either. <laughs> um, as an action, I am going to activate Twilight Sanctuary. And as a bonus action, I will use Healing Word to give Gorga six hit points back. I am now at 20 out of 36. And double-checking this. I'm giving myself nine temporary hit points. Okay. So next up is going to be Morley. Uh, Morley, it will not require a perception check for you to realize that there is a very angry Rhine, a spiritual weapon, and a worst flower all behind <laughs> you. <laughs> all behind me. Okay. So I turn around and I see all this, and I'm assuming I can, yeah, I'd be able to see everything. So I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at this creature. Okay. Make a roll. All right. And I got uh, to hit 14 plus 5 for a 19. That will hit. All right. And for damage, I got a 10. Okay. You have been able to do an amount of damage equal to what it healed on its last turn. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. These things are regenerating. Oof. Yep. Oh, boy. Someone cast Chill Touch. <laughs> How far is Morley from me? Uh, I would say Morley is... Um, well, Morley, how far away from the campfire would you have gone? Just enough so that the fire wasn't affecting my dark vision. Apparently I failed at that, because I did not see this thing. Um, okay, uh, so I'd say maybe about 30 feet. Okay. Could be. And for the record, there are two people who got the reference I was making, because LFA is in chat and also continued... Okay, so that was Morley's turn, I guess. So next up is Gorga. And Morley gets nine times. I'm going to make sorry, a stab what? at the thing that just clawed and bited me. That's a good thing to do. Um, and Jen, what's happening is add, yeah, oh, as Ellie wrote, okay. nine temporary hit points to, Mor nine to Morley. Nine temporary hit points, got it. Thank you. And I rolled a 14 again. I don't know why D&D &D Beyond decided to give me two sevens in a row, but it did. So I'm assuming that's I mean, another miss, and that's my turn. It thinks oh, you're wait. playing a dice game, which is technically accurate, and it's giving you lucky number seven. As my bonus action, I'll give Ryan advantage, because my thief sub, my rogue subclass can do that. But otherwise, that's my turn. And also, Demogorgons don't have pockets for your other bonus action that you can do. 
Yes. I mean, there are other people with pockets in the area, but... I do not want to try to pickpocket this thing. <laughs> I'm just going to give it advantage. I was, I was referring to the clerics. I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, they might not even remember what you pickpocket because, you know, clearly they, they don't have very good memory right now. So it'll be fine. It's totally fine. Um, you know what's also totally fine? Uh, Ryan having advantage. So, Ryan, what would you like to do? I would like to swing my sword. They've got a sword. I've got two. We've all got swords. I got a fancy and that sword. Is my bonus. That is my bonus for damage, not my bonus to hit. I would like to roll the correct one. I mean, if I can mistake a d12 for a d20. <laughs> and that no. is a 13. Okay. But you also have your bonus action that you can use. That was my bonus action. Oh. So bring on the action, which I believe is a 17. Uh-huh. And that hits. And, and that will do 10 slashing. It doesn't like that. Okay. Next up is Thava. Oh. Ex- hmm? Sorry, I was reacting to chat and temporary hit points. Ah, wonderful. Because um, basically the part of Oprah is currently being played by Zuda. You get temporary hit points, and you get temporary hit points. Everyone, check out your seat. You get bees. No, Wait. no, no, that's a different spell. <laughs> That'd be insect swarm. Okay, so Thava's not going to attempt to do a- another Eldritch Blast, because that seems to not go so well. So she's going to go with an old standard, Toll the Dead. Let's see... How well a wisdom saving throw works on a demigod. Not well enough. That is going to be 3d8. Gustav is a high level. That is going. Oh, but that's some low numbers. It's 14 points of damage. That wasn't and, helpful. Well, Thav is specifically going after the one that Ryan and Morley are going after, so that one's bloodied now. Excellent. So I'd say that's helpful. And next up. Okay, it should be helpful. <laughs> Next up is Vex. Vex goes in for an attack and rolls a four. <laughs> You're nothing like I, your I namesake. Mean, Vex, <laughs> Vex has a bonus to hit. Vex does have a bonus to hit, but let's face it, there's not much of a bonus to hit that's going to help a four. You're nothing um, like your namesake. Give him a break. Vex was never CR level one fourth. <laughs> Actually, no, he was. Vex started off level one, which would be CR one fourth. Yep. So yeah, Vex, Vex was level one, but for the briefest amount of times. And if I remember correctly, you fired arrows off into the swamp. <laughs> not all of them. No, not all of them, but that is a thing that occurred. It, it was a good time had by all. And by all, I mean not a few were a twig blight. Um, th- there, were, there were limbs that got ripped off by an angry gnome who may or may not have been streaming murder. I don't remember for sure. With that said, Talia, what would you like to do? Talia's going <clears> to <throat> shake off the mess and do another Eldritch Blast to the one she hexed. I'm going to use a different dice this time. <laughs> Much better. There's a 17 that time. That will hit. Is it a d10? Yes, it is. Ooh, nice. Uh, that is 13 points of force damage. Oh, wonderful. It can't heal that in a single round. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Not 13, because I, I hexed it, so plus two, so 15 points of force damage. Okay. 
Anything else? <laughs> uh, I've, I've never used Kegsplate's Crust before. I'm just reading if there is anything else. Um, to be fair, that, that's valid. No, that's it. Because <laughs> I don't okay. have a bonus action I can use, I don't think. No, I don't have any spell slots, so no, that's me. <laughs> so, Demogorgon uh, A. Sorry? Just in case you're, you're not reading chat, uh, I've given seven temporary hit points to Fava and nine to Vex, and then Talia gets nine as well. Yay! Oh, so Vex has temporary <clears throat> hit points. Can mm-hmm. I add those? You should be able to. D&D Beyond Interface. Yes, I can. And I have. Good. We, we won't have an issue of the pseudo-dragon mascot getting one shot, hopefully. And then the Tarrasque shows up. Um, okay, so Demogorgon A's turn. I'm going to refer them now from now on as the DA. Uh, they I don't are going... think that's a good die. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, well, they heal 10 hit points. Not temporary, unless the party has anything to say about it. And they are going to continue to attack Ryan. All right. Because Morley might make a good meal, but Morley's not the one that's doing any damage to the Demogorgon right now. So it's just like, eh. And it's rolling with advantage because Blood Frenzy. But uh-huh. uh, that first attack with a claw, both miss. Second attack with a claw um, is a nat 20. Ouch. All and right. And I'm going to roll for the bite as well before I roll damage. Uh, that is going to be a 24 for the bite. I cast shield. I love that even at level four, we have a character that an opponent can roll a 24 and shield still works. My base AC is 20. Because you like playing characters with an AC of yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and a wisdom of no. Hey, I have a good wisdom. Well, it's this character does, yes. That is iffy. Okay, so let's see if I can roll this damage. Uh, that is going to be a crit for a claw attack and a regular bit of damage for the bite. So, can I? Um, I thought I cast shield and didn't get hit oh, you're by right. the bite. You're <laughs> right. You're right. So it's that... Thank you for reminding me, because that makes this roll a lot easier for me to put in chat. 18 points of claw damage. Slashing. Okay, now I'm bloodied. And it's not anymore. <laughs> I can fix that. Okay. Sounds so chipper as he tries to murder us. <laughs> huh? Aaron, he sounds so chipper as he just tries to murder us. Oh. <laughs> um, if I may reference the general chat of this particular Discord... Before the game started, how there was a chipper <laughs> conversation about murder as a pastime while playing a certain video game. <laughs> and how using, that emotion should be shared by all. He's using his words against us Sunday. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Demogorgon B, who I'll refer to as DB from now on. They are a database. Uh, they heal <laughs> 10 hit points. That's really annoying. Yep. And they are going to continue to attempt to chew on Gorga because Gorga's right there. So, you know, why not? Gorga is not a fan of this plan. Uh, well, the first attack is going to be a 21. That's a hit. That is 12 points of claw damage. Second claw attack is going to be a 24. That's another hit. That's another 12 um, points of damage. What? what? Oh. I'm I now at five hit points. And now for the third attack, that is a 23. 
Is Gorka within 15? No, not 15. Um, yeah, 15. Is Gorka within 15 feet of me? No, Morley's 30 feet away and you rushed over to help. Okay. That third attack is a hit, and if you do more than five damage, Gorga is unconscious. It's seven points of damage. Gorga's down. So yeah, I'm now rolling death, death saves on my turn. Oh, no. Well, no, not necessarily, because guess whose turn it is next? The cleric! Zuda's turn is next. That's 12 hit points back to Gorga. You can now survive exactly one bite attack, but not a claw attack. Also, this is possibly the worst kiss you've ever gotten. Possibly, but sometimes Gorga grew up in poverty, so don't put it past her. Oh, actually. Oh. I mean, oh no. There's, there's sucking face, and then there's this. This is much worse. Sunday, I love you. Oh, jeez. And eight temporary hit points. Okay. I have noted both because Gorga is going to need both mm-hmm. because she's not having a good time in this fight. Gorga disliked that. It's already an episode title. I can't use it again. <laughs> Actually, we could have that be a campaign oh, subtitle. Uh, Morley. Okay, so the Eldritch Blast did almost nothing, so I will use the Chill Touch. It worked a little on a dragon. This is smaller should work. So I'm going to roll for that. Um, Technically, the dragon was still Oh, good. Someone does medium. have chill touch. <laughs> yes. I <laughs> uh, got a 15 plus 5 for a 20 to hit. Yeah. Yep. All right. A disembodied hand is... appears out of nowhere and goes tap, tap, tap on the Demogorgon's shoulder and does how much damage? Um, Three. Okay. Now, what's the and other ability also... of chill touch? The other ability of Chill Touch is um, on a hit, the target takes 1d8 necrotic damage and can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Until then, the hand clings to the target. If it's undead, there's uh, something else. Is it undead? It is not undead. Okay, then that part doesn't matter. Um, I mean, give Talia a hot minute. (laughs) Okay, so uh, that's Wrong elf. True. That's my turn, then. Okay, and next up is Gorga. You are prone with a horrible monstrosity right next to you. Murder! Can I stand up without provoking an attack of opportunity? Yes, you would not be leaving its range, so therefore that doesn't evoke the attack. Then I'll stand up and try to stab the thing. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it plays out. And I not 20 the roll for a total of 27, so... The only question now is, do I get my sneak attack damage? Uh, one could argue if it's engaged Vex with somebody else. And Vex has been attacking this Demogorgon yeah. since the first round. Is... Okay, then doubling the dice, I do... If I just double the attack dice, I do 32 damage total. But if I double the sneak attack as well, I do... You, you do? double the sneak attack as well. In that case, it's 44 damage. So I stab this thing in something very sensitive. You stab it in its everything. Somehow you managed to stab it once and hit all of the internal organs. And I'll give Ryan advantage on her next attack. There. And that's my turn. It, it is, by the way, very bloodied. Literally and figuratively. Ryan. It almost killed me. It deserves worse than bloodied. I mean, and you almost killed it. So, you know, fair trade. Well, I could use my bonus action 
per second wind, or I could use my bonus action to try and hit it with my glowy sword. So I'm going to try and hit it with my glowy sword. I mean, glowy sword. Murder. That's a dirty 20. It casts shield. It does not. Roll your damage. And even if it did, I would still hit because it has an AC of 15. Also and true. I need to put in roll not slash 1d8 plus 3. Uh, slash 1d8 plus shield. 3 is not a command. Um, that is 8 points of force damage. Okie dokie. Um, that's and a nat that's... 1 to try to hit it with my long sword. Uh, can I use my inspiration? I want to use my inspiration. You may use your inspiration. That's what it's for. <laughs> I'm more upset when people don't use their inspiration and I can't give them any and more of it. And that's a 22. It casts shield, which again does nothing. <laughs> and let me... Okay, that's eight. It occurs to me, by the and way, that... And that's four slashing. Four slashing, okay. It occurs is to it me that this again? is the second character that Cindy is playing that did a will-it-blend attempt. <laughs> I, I just want to throw that out there as a thing, because that was over 40 points of damage from one strike. Um... And and it is bloody. Rogues are DPS. We're not tanks, but we're DPS. All the damage. You um, have yes. you been damaged since the last time you ended a round? Ryan currently has yes. sixteen of thirty-six hit points. And how many temporary? Zero. Okay. Ryan took many damage. And Ryan has seven temporary hit points. Excellent. Thank you. That's very helpful. I am. Twilight Sanctuary uh, is like my favorite ability. I am not unbloodied, but like if if um You're doing better I than you were. had my normal max hit points right now, I would not be bloodied if these were real hit points. That was a really convoluted way of saying that, and I think I should um stop. <laughs> so realizing that there's a possibility to get a kill Fava does Toll the Dead on DB as opposed to DA and does exactly the right number of hit points. It, By the way, it was a crit fail on its save. I was doing all this while you were talking. So it goes to, down to exactly zero hit points and falls prone to the ground and vibrates slightly as if it was inside a bell that was... I also hit. gain hit, hit health. <laughs> and everyone hears a... And everyone hears a resounding boom. And it's a glorious moment. Vex, however, is Vex because he was doing so well. Oh, but there's that other one over there. Maybe Vex can fight that other one. Uh, what's Vex's movement? Vex's movement is 60. Okay, yeah, Vex can get there easily. Vex attempts to attack the other one. Hey, that's an 18 on the die. Vex is going to hit a thing. Uh, Vex attempts to give it a sting. And that is four points of damage. He's helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that four points of damage. Oh, it gets to make a constitution saving throw as well. That is... The die is on top of the text. Die, oh, go no. away. Um, okay, it made its constitution saving throw. So it is not poisoned. And that is Vex's turn. Talia, there is one enemy in play. They are bloody. Okay. Um... I am going to pull a dr- uh, summon the uh, what's it called? Summon the uh, Raven Queen's Wrath and run at it and two-handed slash at it. 
Bonus points if you do the anime, let the tip of the sword drag along the ground and leave this big gouge that throws sparks at the same time. Sure, I'll, ro- ro- I'll, I'll roll along, <laughs> drag it across Which, the ground. Which, by the way, totally ruins the end of the sword. Oh, yeah. No oh, one yeah. should ever do that unless you have this a magically a indestructible sword. This is a magically indestructible sword, so I can do that. Yes, because technically by D&D rules, all magical items are indestructible except by extenuating circumstances like throwing them into a volcano. Um, Brian Wentz or rust Mr. Aaron, that was a natural 20. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll give it to you. So Our second nat 20 in the game. So that's 2d10. And two nat 1s as well. So that's 6 plus 7 is 13 plus 4, 17 points of How do you want to do damage. this? <laughs> well, I was anime running at it, dragging it across the ground, so I'll just slice up in half. <laughs> okay. Uh, you slice it in twain. And now you have an anatomy lesson spilling out all over the ground. Somewhere, somewhere, many millions of miles away, Paige twitches because she knows there is something she could be studying if only she was there to see it. <laughs> but she doesn't know what it is. Um, however, uh, that is your turn. It is now DA's turn. It bleeds out because... It had chill touch cast on it, so it can't regenerate hit points. So it's dead. I vote we burn the bodies. It's DV's turn. DV regenerates 10 hit points. I definitely vote we burn the bodies. And it goes after Gorga, because Gorga's right there. Yep. (sighs) I mean, it could have gone after Talia, but Talia ran away. I'm about to die. Now, now granted, she bravely ran away. (laughs) Um, That is a dirty 20. That's a hit. It was all... It was also a nat one, but it's rolling an advantage. Um, so that is going to be 12 points of slashing damage. I am now at eight hit points. Second strike. Um, does a 15 hit? Uh, 15 is my armor class exactly, and I believe you said ties go to the attacker, so yes. By the way, the other roll was again a nat one. I have rolled like four nat ones so far tonight. Um but that means you are going to be down because that was also another claw attack and that is 12 points of damage again. So yeah, Gorga's down to rolling death saves again. Well, maybe, maybe not because guess what? It's Zuda's turn again. Gorga gets knocked down, but she gets up again. <laughs> um, I am going to healing word Gorga this time. Unfortunately, only four hit points. That's enough to keep me cautious. It means no death save. So there we go. But that was a bonus action. What do you do for your action? Uh, roll an 18 to hit. That will hit. And do 18 damage with inflict wounds. Okay. Uh, well, it had 10 hit points. So you kill it a lot. Set it on fire. Burn the corpses. Salt the ground. I'm going to try to set this one here. Hear the women. Sorry, I, I had to make a Conan the Barbarian quote. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. I said hear the I'm, lamentations of their women. I'm gonna sheath my sword and get out my torch, and I am going to light this thing on fire. I would like to do the same and assist with that. I will do whatever I can to assist with burning both the corpses. <laughs> so ev- everyone at the same time does the exact same action and burns them a lot. <laughs> it's okay. the only way to be sure. No, though, that's nuking it from orbit, which... Yeah, but 
we can't cast. I mean, if we have the that. kobolds, we could do that. I, I was going to say, there is currently a, a government that might have that capability. <laughs> and it's canon. They might use a cannon for it. You were saying? Nope. Okay. Um, so, with the party getting its frustrations out, uh, by the way, the clerics were able to kill their one as well. Um, of the four of them, and if I remember correctly, I named them after the three stooges. So it's Larry, Curly, Moe, and Shemp. Uh-huh. Um, Shemp is looking a little worse for wear. Um, apparently had a very similar experience to Gorga, but they all survived, so there's that. As clerics, they do have some healing spell abilities, so they may be able to work it out. And as you're hearing the Final Fantasy victory music theme... Um, <laughs> Thava mutes that. <laughs> Killjoy. Ryan. Yeah. I have a job for you. All right. Get everyone to safety. Got it. That, that is your job. Do not stay and buy time. Do not attempt to slow anything down. Get them to safety. Now. All right, but you get you to safety too. Come on, everyone. We're moving. And right at that moment, hey. everyone feels the ground shake a little bit. Oh, no. Morley, come uh-huh. on. Okay, and yes. And then it shakes again. Oh, no. Gorga's going to follow wherever she's directed at this point, but at four out of 36 hit points, I also imagine she's limping a bit. Um, Talia, quick, Come on. Yeah, Talia, her portion of healing and 4d4 into Gorga. <laughs> and Ryan heals another nine on Gorga. Yes. The ground shakes again. I, I am uh, trying to I'm get running, us yeah. to move in the other it, direction. The clerics are all going down into the hole that they apparently dug earlier, which I mentioned, that goes into the library mm-hmm. basement. That's where they are fleeing to. So you have two options at this point. You can either follow them or you can flee on land. I have prepared for both eventualities. I don't trust the bunker not to crumble when that thing gets here. I'm going to try to lead people away on land. I will very quickly, as we're moving, summon uh, Cuptog onto Thava's shoulder, invisible. Keep her safe and go. (laughs) Okay. Thava takes Vex and shoves him into Zuda's hands as you flee. Okay. Can do. Vex does not appreciate this experience. (laughs) Doesn't have dark vision. Vex, she can plane shift. It'll be fine. I do have dark vision. I do not. So I'm just playing follow the leader right now. Okay. Anybody else? Ryan? Morley? I have dark vision. I have dark vision. Okay. Uh, Gorga is trusting you all, which is a very unusual feeling for Gorga right now. I imagine she's very uncomfortable with it and we'll have a conversation with her therapist later. Vex is a pseudo dragon. You'll have dark vision. Okay. Uh, Gorga, you have dark vision out to 300 feet. Damn. Wow. So congratulations, you're the party scout. With your perception checks, you can see all. You regret everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, that's been that was toned down in the published version of Twilight Clerics. It used to be you have unlimited dark vision. Oh my gosh, that'd be insane. 
Gorga literally sees all. <laughs> like, okay, well, oh, when it gets nighttime, I can just... Cleric. Very cool. <laughs> a Twilight cleric in a North Arcana version, like, the sun goes down and it's like, hey, did you know there's kobolds on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> and we just look at them like, how much have you smoked tonight? <laughs> the, the, wet, the rest of the Twilight clerics in their church are like, hey, yeah, I noticed that too. That's kind of weird. Brown bear, and, brown bear, what do you see? Oh. <laughs> yes, with that said, we've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take five? And then when we return, you'll be running for your lives. Okay. Okay, I'm going to press some buttons. Okay, we're back, and many of us are running for our lives. Uh, not me, however. I'm running for the fun of it. I'm running for the sheer enjoyment. Um, alternate. Yes, thank you for running. Thank Gorga you. Gorga started off limping for her life, but thanks to a healing potion and a few spells, she's now able to keep pace. A- an alternate way of returning, I could have said, welcome back, and the party has decided to, to ignore half of my prep for this evening. <laughs> Because I prepped for two possibilities, so they weren't going to do both without splitting the party, which is fair. Um, So yeah, you run off into the wilderness, which is good, because uh, apparently Gorga had a spell cast on her to give her dark vision for 300 feet, which is more than anyone else can see in the dark at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Zuda can see 300 feet in the dark? Zuda can always see 300 feet in the dark. Oh, oh that's Twilight Priest. But Zuda probably doesn't have a passive perception of 18. She does, actually. Interesting. <laughs> Sorry. Zuda and Gorga can both be scouts. Gorga is uncomfortable knowing she's not the most observant of the group. Oh. <laughs> Tied for most Zuda observant. Had to, Zuda had to take a feat to do it. And Gorga's, Gorga apparently is not the best at card games because Morley beat a card game oh, and and he isn't the best role. at noticing things because it <laughs> is just as good. But Gorga is best at using a bonus action with a sword to pick someone's pocket. Except that hasn't worked yet. But that's just a matter of roles. It'll happen. Here's, here's the thing. Only my passive perception is 18. My active perception is still just plus three. So you notice everything unless you're looking for it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. It's quantum mechanics. <laughs> the only way you can find something is to stop looking for it oh that's where I put that Gorga is much better at finding things it's just that Zuda is equally good at noticing so here's what's taking place then Gorga is noticing the very large and covered with horns being that is way too close to being within 300 feet of you and Zuda was not looking for it, but ends up noticing it anyway. And then it roars. And I think you've already established what you're doing. We're we're being chased by some sort of Godzilla-sized turtle with spikes. And for some reason, it has a French accent. Trivia buffs will punch the air at that reference, but never mind about that. Okay. And for some reason, it's vaping. 
Okay, so you are you're at first going through the rough terrain that is what used to be a city. Um but you weren't very far into the city to begin with, so you're able to get out of that eventually and into uh what are overgrown fields. They've been laying fallow for years. And you can choose to stay on the main road or try to run through the tall grass. I'm going to look at our boss and say, I think a trip to the Feywilds is warranted at this moment. Our boss isn't here. Oh, dear. Yep. I I don't think this thing really cares about the woods, but maybe it won't notice us if we're in the woods. The woods is a ways off. You've got tall grass and road. Tall grass. Tall grass. Stay out of the tall grass. No. (laughs) You are attacked by a Pokemon. I was oh, just you. about to say someone look out for a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> it's Snorlax. Oh, no. They don't appear in the tall grass. You need a Pokeflip for them. Who's it's sleeping in the tall Pokemon? grass. Pokemon. The, 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 me- the one path you have to escape is blocked by a Snorlax. Which of you has the flute? <laughs> no one? No. Well, whoops. Well, thank you for coming to Critical <laughs> no, Recovery. Good. It was a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign. <laughs> Slither use cut. <laughs> <laughs> on the Snorlax? Yep. No, on the GM. <laughs> no, on the Snorlax. Just cut the thing in half. We're fine. Another anatomy lesson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think that even a Snorlax could wake up for that. Um, okay, but you are going to the tall grass. Here's the thing about the tall grass. It's, a, it's not just grass. Um, it does not have Pokemon in it. Because that would be an IP violation. Um, oh no! Wizards of the Coast does not currently have the IP for the Pokemon trading card game. They they lost that many years ago. So yeah, whatever. Uh, but with that said, there are thorns. So the question is, how fast do you want to run through? Do you want to maintain speed, or do you want to try to gingerly go through the thorn patches? My vote is for speed, but I almost died twice already, so... Well, it, this isn't a team question. This is an individual question. Because if someone yells, just keep going as fast as you can, and someone else is going, but, owie. No, no, I'm not... These are nettles. I'm not running through nettles. It's, it's also against Gorga's nature to be first in line. Mm. We can patch anyone up afterwards. Yeah, we Tal- go fast. Talia's booking it. Okay, so this is not going to be a save. She's cutting away as she's running <laughs> as much as she can with her sword. I'll tell you. If I didn't have other party members within five feet of me, I'd be casting sword burst. Okay, so if you maintain speed, you are going to be 15 feet ahead of everyone else, but you're taking three points of piercing damage. If okay. you try to go through them more gingerly, you're going to take one point of piercing damage and be 15 feet behind everyone. Alright, so if I'm following Talia, which is this... Booking it. You're taking so the three. three. Okay. Yeah, I'm not the only one booking it, so I'm taking three as well. Okay. Um, so, you continue through the tall grass. Incredibly disappointed that the running gag of encountering Pokemon has not occurred. Also, there are no Velociraptors popping out anywhere that you can see. Um, and apparently there is also no war in Bossing Se. I have I... a question. Does the temporary hit points from the battle stay? Yes. Okay. Stay yes. until the next, our next rest. Okay, got it. Yes, and you, uh, I have I'm... not given you the chance to rest yet. No. I am also continuously refreshing them because Twilight Sanctuary lasts an hour. Okay, and I'm going to check something. 
Oh, sorry. It lasts. No, I'm mistaken. It lasts for a minute. Okay. okay so halfway but through the, the tall grass, it wears off. But at that point, everybody should have nine temporary hit points. I just used three, so. <laughs> but that's fine. Okay, so I have done some behind-the-scenes rolls, and I've got some bad news for Gorga. You mm. see that the Tarrasque is heading in your direction, and apparently the Tarrasque moves a bit faster than most people move by arguably 10 feet per turn. Um, but if we're booking it... Yes, if you both book it, then it's going to gain at a speed of 20 feet per turn. Uh, uh, it also is not affected by rough terrain as much because the, the rough patches, it just steps over. Um, we are going to die. Now, I think the spiky turtle noticed us. Does anyone have a way of shifting plane of existence? Nope. Off nope. the distance, you th- <laughs> might hear a few swears said very clearly in Draconic. Is she writing the Tarask? No. No, she is not. The swears are not coming from the Tarask's back. I mean, now that you've said that, that sounds glorious. <laughs> but I will assure you, that is not something that Fava has any intention of attempting. <laughs> as willing as she is to risk certain things, that is not something where she's weighed the cost benefit and said, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to try for that. Not even as a joke. All right. So, uh, you have solved my tall grass problem. Not that it's much of a problem. But now you are getting to the edge of the fields, and you notice something very quickly. Um, so, the trees in the forest that are at the edge of this field are a lot taller than you thought they were. Uh, not because as you got closer, you saw they ro- rose up higher. It's because there's a cliff, and they're growing from lower. Uh-oh. It's about a 20-foot drop. You could attempt a very short skydive, or you could try to climb down. One of those is... 20-foot, I jump. jump. I'm not good at either. 20-foot, yeah, I jump. I vote we jump, because... Morally grab so, yeah, on I'm me. Jumping. Okay, I will do this. But I'm not jump. activating the thing. I'm just trying to cushion Morley's landing. I don't want to glow. You, you are going to be the airbag. Yep. A plate-covered, <laughs> weapon-encrusted airbag. I'm not covered in plate. Okay, true. But you are may covered I, in weapons. You are carrying I, an armory. May I do a, May I attempt a duck and roll to cushion the blow? I will allow you to make a, a dexterity save for half damage. Okay. Ten. And Gorgon you are got taking a 13 full because damage. she's jumping too. Okay. You, you duck and roll, and therefore manage to land only on your head. <laughs> I was holding my head. It's not important. I wasn't going to make that joke. Uh, the target number, by the way, is 15. So if you roll a 15 or higher, you are taking four points of fall damage. If you are, if you roll lower than that, you are taking the full nine points of damage. And if you climb down like a civilized human being, you will be far behind everyone else, but take no damage. What do I roll? I'm hanging on to... Uh, dexterity I'm... save. Actually, no. Dexterity save. I, I will say that you get to make the dexterity save at advantage. Okay. Yeah, Gorga's jumping, but she still oh, has my. temporary hit points, which that almost eat it up, but not quite. I got a 20 plus 3. Okay, so yeah, you're definitely taking half damage. Okay. How much is that? What's... It's going to be 4. What's the save? 4. Okay. The save is 15. Dexterity? Yes. So I took well, the nine. Okay. All right. So 
this cliff formed apparently because of erosion. Well, that's your best guess because, oh, look, there's a river. Like, it, it, it's right there. Why wasn't that water just a bit closer? We could have had landed in that and we've been better. Actually, it's not that deep. So it wouldn't have been that much better. You'd be wet and underwater <laughs> and prone and also taking the damage. Um, I, I had the image of someone jumping off the rim of the Grand Canyon and hoping really hard that they land in the Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I already gave you inspiration during the break. So too bad. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Only it's, and by the way, it is moving very quickly. Um, so if only you had some kayaks, but you don't. So do you intend to follow the river, cross the river, inflate a giant rubber duck that you had lying around and float down the river? What direction takes us away from the Tarrasque with the least amount of visible obstacles? Because At this point, anything other than climbing the cliff again. Because Gorga doesn't really care where she's going as long as it's away from the spiked turtle. How deep does the river look? It looks like it's got some spots that might be up to your waist. It's fast the concern moving. is it's fast moving. How far can, away can I is ask a, Sorry. I'm sorry? Can, can I ask a, um, a procedural question? I am willing to the make something question. up. Okay. Let's say that a spell <clears throat> affects water, let's say, that fits within a five-foot cube. I love where this is going. Please continue. <laughs> Would you allow that to be uh, 125 cubic feet of water, regardless of how it was distributed, as long as it was contiguous? I'm going to ask you to paint a more defined picture before I give an official ruling. Okay. Say I wanted to make a frozen platform 11 feet by 11 feet by one foot thick. It's 121 cubic feet. I think the the nature of the spell is they wanted to be within that five foot cube. So you you can't say I'm going to make a um a hundred and twenty foot long chunk of ice because it's still within the right cubic dimensions. Okay. okay. I imagine that Not someone it. in the dev team attempted this during a play test and it was hilarious and they said, Yeah, we can't do that. In I that want case, to believe so. How many of us how many of us can fit in a five foot by ten foot rectangle. Well, there's five of you and your allies. So if you're really close together and don't mind that it's been a few days since any of you had a bath. I'm already hanging on Ryan. How close can I be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, no. No. Bad. Bad. Oh, no. <laughs> no biscuit really for you. What I said. Oh no. No. <laughs> That would be no. if you were eaten by the Tarrasque. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have seen in a, a published adventure where that was the event. You were oh, traveling no. through the Tarrasque. Oh, my goodness. It had multiple stomachs. Not necessarily unlike a cow, only it's a worst cow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, you could get everyone in there, but you're not going to be moving very well. It'll be uncomfortable for everyone. Well, all we've got to do is ride the river down. Okay. Uh, you can certainly attempt that. I am going to make two five by five platforms out of ice on the okay. river and then encourage everybody to jump on. As soon as you make the platforms, they start moving. Jump on. 
Okay. All right. Going wherever Ryan goes, I'm not letting go. For some reason, Talia is laughing like crazy, and none of you know why. (laughs) I'm such a child. I'm sorry. I mean, actually, looking at the age groups that are in this, yeah, I think you might be the second youngest. Mentally, I am definitely the youngest. (laughs) I mean... I do teach 12-year-olds for a living. Gorga, you're a water ganassi too, aren't you? What relevance does that have right now? You can breathe in it. You also have the shape water cantrip, don't you? I can what now? (laughs) By the way, the moon was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Just reach out and freeze the water. Gorga dislikes this, but considering we're running away from the Tarrasque, she makes an attempt. It may be a slightly panicky attempt, so if the DM says I should roll, I'm not going to object, but... Um, sure. Give me a wisdom roll. Not 20 for a total of 24. Wow. Okay, so you recreate the SS Gorga, uh, but it is in miniature because you still have the same size requirements. But it's got little grooves on the side of it to make it look like it's wood planks that are forming it. It does have a sail. A non-effective sail, but it's there for show. Um, and a little anchor hanging over the side. And possibly too much of an uncanny resemblance to the ship you were on in your past life. Mm. Gorga dislikes this, but Tarask, so she'll deal. Okay. So, ice boats for everyone. They are not Pycrete, though, which is a shame. But none of you had newspaper. It's true. All right. So, you are moving very quickly, faster than you could run. Um, once the ships pick up speed. And also, if you have shape water, you might be able to use that to sort of push the ships a bit faster. Not by much, but, you know, it helps a little bit. Helps with the steering. Nudge them away from, right, right, nudge them away from rocks and slow down rapids, maybe. Yes. Um, And you hear more roars off in this, but they start to sound like they're further away. No. No, there is a roar. There's a roar that's getting a bit louder. It's somewhat constant, though. Not taking a breath. Off the boats! Off the boats! Off the boats. Do you want to try to get to shore or just get off the boat? Get to shore. Shore. I feel like that is a procedural question that I, the DM, must ask. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going wherever Ryan is going because I'm still, I think, piggybacked on her. <laughs> she said, hang on. Yeah. Ryan never said let go, so Morley has never not let go. Never said let go, so I'm still doing the commands she said. They, um, yeah, they said. Sorry. I, I, I feel bad for this, but my association with the word roar, R- R-O-A-R, ever since I was a freshman in college, will always be one of the earliest South Park. Welcome to Big Gay Al's Big Gay Petting Zoo. Over here, we have the big gay lions. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> I remember that now. I mean, it's valid. And I am I am disappointed. <laughs> because none of you, especially Cindy, who's usually so good at this, found this gif to post for this specific scenario. <laughs> yeah, because none of us are doing that. Because, yeah, because none of you is currently tied to a tree branch. Floating helplessly right. towards the waterfall after encountering scorpions. 
Okay. So you have successfully made it. Oh, I should ask another procedural question. Which side of the river do far you... Far bank. Far bank. Okay. So you attempt to um, encounter far banks. Wonderful. You get there. You are on the shore. And you are not on the shore for very long before the ships from the current of this very fast-moving river get pulled away from the shore and go off down towards their eventual demise. One of them immediately hits a rock and splits in half, but then continues to float because ice. The only thing I hate more than boats are giant turtles covered in spikes. At the bottom of the waterfall, there's a hill giant going, Thog wish Thog had ice for a giant glass of lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Thog hope Thog gets what coming to him. Giant ice boat lands in the glass. Thog, get it. Two more ice boats land on top of Thog's head. No one gets experience points for that kill. <laughs> Which is the true tragedy. Later. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because they landed on Thog's head, so it didn't hit anything important. Right, exactly. Nav is a hill giant. Also, hill giants don't exactly know how to make lemonade. Their most sophisticated game is si- <laughs> finding out how many halflings they can fit in their mouth without chewing. Oh, no. That's canon, by the way. 200 lemons in a glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's far better than what some of you were thinking. Don't deny it. And once we have a month free, Greg is going to look at the rest of the party and go, so they make juice. No, it's not 200 lemons. They, they uprooted an entire lemon tree and just <laughs> sort of shoved it into a glass, which is actually um, one of those water towers. They just ripped that out and shoved a lemon tree in it. There's, Dogs there's, make lemonade. Someone looks out their back window and says, didn't we have a lemon tree out there? Dogs sell for 25 cents a so, glass. Once we have a moment to breathe, Gorga's going to look at the rest of the party and go, and gonna go who's going to tell me I could do that? Vex Seems raises like it its hand. Soda. You are a Ganassi. The elements, I don't even know what that means. It means... I used to be an elf. You are not an elemental, but you have sway with specifically water. They listen when you ask. Gorgig is a frustrated sigh. This would have been useful during the last 30 seconds of Gorgig's previous life. It would have. Right, shall we keep moving? Yes, that thing is still out there somewhere, and we don't want to find us, or her, or it, or whatever. We shall go. Hopefully it doesn't feel like walking off a cliff, but I'd like to put some distance. I guess some more distance in anyway. how smart it is. It, it's large enough that you say cliff, it says short step. Oh, Ugh, wow. Right, let's keep moving. Off the distance, you hear a very faint... Arr. Again, with a French accent. Le roar! Le roar. But it, it is tired, so it's going to take a nap. But then it will fire Z missiles. And I think... This is a good point at which we can end this because we've been playing for about two hours. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Archbeth hanging out in chat, LFA hanging out in chat, talking about missing and popsicles, which makes more sense if you know the context like anything does. Um, is there anything that anyone wants to plug? Um, my mom writes books. You can find them at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Uh, I do a podcast, bi-weekly, fortnightly, whatever you want to say it, um, about gaming, nerd things in general, called Azroth Coast to Coast. Uh, find us at azrothctc.com. I'm awesome, so I'm plugging myself. 
<laughs> I don't have any links for you. Just understand that I'm awesome. It's true. She is. Yep. Yep. And we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gaming. You can help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Janatalok, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. What's the um hmm? what's the address of your, your website, Crash? Uh it is AaronBsmith.com slash cogwheel. There you go. That's awesome too. And <laughs> because I'm awesome, you know that any of my recommendations are also awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome by association. There you go. A B A. All right. No. So always be awesome. I'm Yeah. Before we go, I want to say something that I've just noticed, which is up in the upper right hand corner of the Discord window. There's the circle with the question mark, and then there's the inbox logo right next to the search box. Yes. How many of you read that as a phone or Ethernet jack? I mean, it looks like an Ethernet jack. I get it. I get what you're saying. I didn't even notice it. Honestly, I, <laughs> I did not I notice it. I didn't see it as that, but now I will never see it as anything else. I read yeah, it as Ethernet. Oh, no, 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 I've seen it like that. I will never see it as anything but that. Beth says computer monitor, but it's got the it's got the notch at the bottom. It does, yeah. Uh, I can uh, see that an now, iMac, but... an iMac wouldn't have the the notch at the bottom. No, but I used to have PCs back then. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I think of the it's it's the big it's the chunky bit at the bottom that makes me think of an iMac. It um, does. It does kind of look like that, but it looks like an Ethernet jack a bit more. Mm-hmm. Now that you've pointed it out. Yes. And that's all that's the only way I will ever see it. Thanks, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paradigm I shift. Prov- mm. I provide a valuable service. A valuable, so, awesome service. So until next time, this is Crash saying, well, tonight's episode was called Overdue because there was a chance that you were going to spend the second half of it running through a library with a series of rooms with all kinds of fun things prepared for you, including but not limited to a book golem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but also... You spent the second half running from a Tarrasque, mm-hmm. which, considering how often I hint those things in these campaigns, that was long overdue as well. Good night, everybody. But we've, we've, we've respelled it, actually. It's not overdue like a library book. It's overdue. Like, all our hair is now swept forward. <laughs> well, um, shape water exists for many purposes. It's true. Good night, everybody. <laughs> which Gorga has just discovered. Yeah.